What do I want? It's a question that everyone eventually has to ask themselves. The key motivator for every action taken. The cause behind every effect. So, what do I want? I want to go to a sporting event in every major venue. I want to grow within my relationships with my friends and my family. I want the freedom to create without the fear of failure. I want to dream without being hindered by reality. I want to chase new passions, new experiences, and new goals. I want old milk to branch out of the box and try new things. I'm accomplishing some of these goals right now, and I know what I need to do to achieve the rest of them. However, the one thing you should take away from this commercial is, I want you to buy old milk merch. it makes you feel any better we i that's i don't want to discuss how the patriots could have won and Who? essentially <laughs> i don't know i don't are know you, what you're talking about are, are you boycotting give it to me are you are, are you boycotting what's the what's the reaction to the patriots to uh chandler jones what? stiff arming mac jones into the turf i'm pretty sure he's still there by the way um to score the winning touchdown what, what's the, what's the reaction to that i i don't know what you're talking about all right, so, so I, should I just move on to what, what I really wanted to start the cold open with, or do you just have anything that we normally start the cold open with is not going well? <laughs> okay, our normal our normal topics are terrible today. <laughs> okay, and I, I think hate I, that I I'm think laughing because a... ain't shit funny. <laughs> I think I have a. I think I have a. Okay, so I bought leak patches today, as you well know, and what uh beautiful day to buy league pass because i was able to watch nikola Jokic drop a 40 27 and 10 on the charlotte hornets and i gotta say he's my mvp right now until joe mb does something amazing i think he scored like 30 points in five straight games and tonight probably is going to be six so that might be the thing to do it but as of right now as of taping at 103 p.m on monday december 19th 2022, Nikola Jokic is my MVP. What is your reaction to that? Embiid's never gonna win it, so there's that. If you, I mean, hey, Tatum didn't play yesterday. I don't know what that was. Celtics lost four of their last five. They're in second place in the East now. Sam Hauser can't shoot anymore. Derek White can't shoot anymore. I don't know if I have a MVP thought. Sure, give it to Jokic. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Taylor's whole sports universe is collapsing around him because also the yeah, Boston what, Red Sox what? allowed Xander Bogarts to go to San Diego, and it doesn't. Oh, that's that, not. You know, that's not even Devers. close. Yeah, and they signed like, Justin Turner. <laughs> Justin, the, well. the signings they made, I don't. The signings they made are fine. Like mm-hmm. it is, you know what I mean. You need to have bodies. You need to have players. The and even letting Bogarts walk, the the actual contract he got this time, like that's not the issue, cause no, like that's that's a huge overpay for him. 
and mm. everyone knows it. Like that's not like a hot take. It's like everyone knows eleven two eighty for a thirty year old shortstop who yeah. already projects to not be playing shortstop in a couple years. Like, I'm good for him. I'm really, I'm really, really happy for him. And the Devers thing though is the problem because when they traded bets in 2020 they said it was effectively to retain bogart's endeavors like that's why they said it was they said that they were getting under the tax so that they could keep both of them and have the money to keep both of them and had they just given him had they given bogart's a fair offer last spring he would still be their shortstop he'd be their team captain he'd be their best player their you know all that stuff maybe not best player because i think devers is probably that but now all signs are pointing to like Devers is like, I think the report I saw today was that their galaxies apart on contract <laughs> negotiations, which is always wonderful to hear. So I expect him to be traded within the next, you know, three to five hours for <laughs> some, some like some scraps. Some people that in, don't matter at all. Put them in Dodgers blue. That, that'd be a, they need to replace that'd, Turner anyway. I would be, I'd be so happy for him. Mookie, Mookie, JD, Mookie, JD Martinez, and Devers all back together on the same team with Xander, like just down the road in San Diego. I'd be thrilled for them. Well, if it makes you feel any better, um, life isn't good as a White Sox fan right now because they just signed Clevenger. It's like, oh, like he's fine. Not really. I believe he's like the, isn't he the pitcher like third time through the order? He gets completely obliterated by all the batters. Yeah, but. I feel like the analytics now tell you that every pitcher, except for like a handful of them, that's the case. No, I, I think it's, yeah, it could. I, I think we it's don't have strange. any. We don't have any dogs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Degrom was the last I one. I want my starter to go nine every game, every like, single game. So what you're saying is that you want Sandy Alcantara in Miami, is what you're saying, basically. Yeah, but I want it to be like a three-man rotation, like the like the forties. Oh my god! Just throwing nine (laughs) innings every game. Just you just get out there. You're such a baseball traditionalist. Like I, I, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Anyway, okay, so you you really have no opinion about my Jokic take or my Joel Embiid take or just I I think for in in all earnesty, I I don't think Embiid will ever win it. I, I like I just don't. I don't think he'll ever win it, and if he does this year. If he deserves it, whatever. But if it's close, it's a pity win. If Jokic or Giannis is better than him, and you can like Tatum's still there, like it's not. Like I don't think Giannis is better than him. Pulls it out, but I mean, yo, what it? What Jokic had like 40, 25, and like twelve or something yesterday. The on off like, numbers are insane too, and it's not even like yeah. just a statistical thing. Like you can literally see that they have no idea what to do when Jokic is off the court. Like right. he'll never win anything. Like he'll never win anything real. And Bede will never win anything real. So you have Giannis already did win something real. And then Tatum, who's, you know, I'd say he's MVP got a decent is real. resume for yeah. I'd say huh? that's real sports. I'd, I'd say MVP is real. I'd yeah. say that's real sports. No, but he won't neither of those two will ever win anything. They won't win a unfortunately. I mean Jamal Murray. We're 30 games in Jamal Murray still hasn't like it's a process once you're working yourself back from an ACL injury and that's understood. So I reserve my judgment on Jamal Murray until I guess after the all-star break. Michael Porter Jr. is still out right now. Yeah. I'd say that they're a second round exit right now. They're they're both going out in the second round. I'd say I'd say candidates. The other two candidates. Not the Sixers. The Sixers are 
potentially no. conference finals. What if potentially NBA finals? You? What have they ever showed you to think that they can make it that far? This past stretch with Joe and Bead going thirty every game. They've had James Harden putting up fifteen assists and two they've straight had games. Stretches and, and the fact never that do Ty- uh, Tyrese Maxey hasn't showed up, and the fact that they actually have a bench this time because the Anthony Melton is actually a good player. I'll believe it when I see it. I am seeing it. <laughs> no, but uh, like when it matters. When hey, it's actual hey man, real you, sports. You got you got league pass. Is all I'm saying. Tonight, Raptors, Sixers, seven o'clock. You got league pass. What month is it? December. Basically January at this point. Uh, don't matter. This is basically like this is like they say that Christmas is like the time that the NBA season really starts, and this is like real real sports now. Like be honest. Uh, I. I believe in James Harden and Joel Embiid as basketball players a lot. I think they're okay. great. I think they're, you know, like Harden's all time. Are you going to say Doc Rivers is the problem? No, I'm not going to oh, say that. Okay. I'm going to say they're, like, fair. they've never done it. There's been too many years where people are like, the Sixers, this this is their year. This is their year. And then they, they crumble every single time. So it's not a matter of talent. It's not a matter of the bench. It's a matter of I will not believe it until I see it happen. All right. Well... If there's one thing that we can see happen, well, here happen is that Absol is one of the best rappers um, that we have today. And this is the Cat Podcast, episode 333. I got to stop saying 300. It's like three is like the season and then 33 or like whatever number is like the number of episodes in the season. So just so you guys know a little bit peek behind the camera there. But this is episode 333. Thank you for watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Apple. I said Apple Podcasts already. Stitcher. I'm I'm forgetting a lot. The point is we're on we're everywhere basically. That's that's the point that you should be taking from what I just said or what I just fucked up saying. Um, that being said, thank you for watching. Do us a favor, hit the like button, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Old Milk Media, and check out all the Old Milk content at OldMilk.co. It's your weekly tour through hip hop. That being said, Taylor, how are you doing? I see you with the Alchemist hat on. Um, what's up? I'm doing very poorly. <laughs> Things are not. I shouldn't have well. laughed. I should not have laughed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. No, it is. It's way funnier. It's so funny. It's great. You know, in all facets, things are going poorly, but that's sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, that's where like the greatest things come out of. Yeah, that's where the yeah. So yeah. Hey, something great's around the corner. I can feel it. I can feel it. Hey man, if there's anything to take away from this Absol album, it's that. Um. So today we're talking about Absol Herbert. 18 tracks, one hour and six minutes long, featuring Lance Ski Walker, Joey Badass, Punch, Zakari, uh, Fresh, Janae Aiko, Ambre, or Amber, I don't know how to pronounce that, but you did really well, so uh, excuse me. Russ, Big Sean, Alameda, and Sir. There are also some vocals on here from Schoolboy Q, J-Rock, and Kendrick Lamar, so um, that was also nice to see. And this is the first album since Absol dropped Do What Thou Wilt in 2016. So that is six years. And also, additionally, I'm just so happy that Absol is still on this earth, breathing and living, especially after all the tragedy that he's gone through and the tragedy, like just all the tragedy that he's gone through over the past, over his really his career, which is really insane. But that's neither here nor there. That being said, Taylor, what were your first thoughts on Herbert? It's just so good to have Absol back. Like, as... As a pillar of TDE, as a pillar of the blog era that got me in into this music the way that I am into it, it's just so good to hear him, hear him rapping. Like obviously, some of the music is 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 sad, and that that is that's part of it. You know what I mean? Like that you're gonna have that, but he sounds really inspired. He sounds, he's like obviously the raps. I never doubted that the raps were still there, but just to have him back is great. 
And I think that's the my biggest takeaway. And this album really challenged me to uh, think about why I'm listening to the music because I think it's so easy, especially when you and I talk about artists that I might not be like a huge fan of or I might not be as invested in their career as someone like like Absol and everyone from TD, everyone on Black Hippie. Like, I feel like when you and I were teenagers, there was like almost a, a requirement. It's like, no, like these guys on Black Hippie, like you need to know all of them. You need to like, you know, know what they're doing, how they fit together, everything. And obviously Kendrick was like the one from that group, but it's not like, it's not like now where it's like Kendrick and everyone else. Like at that point, it was kind of like, no, they're a real team. And and you need to know, you know, everybody who's on the metaphorical like court or the field. To have Absol back rapping, I mean, I watched some of the interviews around this, I think, to know he's on a press run is good to know this isn't an album that he's like just putting out there. Cause he had to put something out cause the label was pushing him or whatever to know that he's really like back into it, back rapping, back making this music. It's just, it's so good. And while I think this is a really great album and I think it does fit into certain conversations, it it's just an album where like I went into it, not thinking about like any rankings, any, context any like how does this fit among the other albums this year how does this compare to other albums this year like what's the what's the review what's the pitchfork number next to it it's just like no i want to hear absol rapping and that's what this is yeah that was definitely my first encounter with the album when it first released but then like i feel like i've listened to this album maybe like at least six times over the course of the weekend um my first thought is that this album would be an album of the year contender if it was released earlier. However, at the same time, I think that this is the perfect time to release an album like this because um, the issues that he's tackling with on the album are basically mental health issues. And this is the time, especially in the Northeast, um, when it gets to wintertime and it gets colder and everyone has to be inside and stuff like that. Um, this is the time where those issues are more relevant if you will well they're always relevant but more um elevated if you will um so this is the perfect time to release an album like this um additionally absol is the reason why other rappers don't impress me and there's a difference between a lyricist and a rapper and absol is a lyricist let me explain why lyricists are rappers who have can maintain complex rhyme schemes they wear, they rarely waste lines, leave loose threads in their raps. Um, they possess a high level of don, double entendre. Um, and also they always have some type of overarching message, whether it is on a song or on an album. It's not anything that's recycled. It's always a new take on a concept that's going on. Maybe they see something in society that they want to comment on. Or maybe in the case of Absol, it's something more personal, like what he's been through for the last six years. So I just want to put that out there to say that there's a difference between lyricists and rappers. Absol is a lyricist. Lupe Fiasco, lyricist. Kendrick Lamar, lyricist. I can go on and go on, et cetera, et cetera. Album of the year, as I said, there are no skips here. Um, and I also appreciate how Absol is, he doesn't portray anything that he's not. He's always true to himself and that authentic authenticity always shines through on every single song, every single album that he makes. And because of that, I think that's why he has a real cult fan base. Those are my first thoughts. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's dead. I, like for me personally, my 
getting to know Absol was a lot through like Mac Miller songs where he was featured on so many of them over the years in like, like obviously there was like a public friendship, a public partnership there, like in terms of like working together, but even on like do better where he's talking about like playing faces, you know, and he, and he like quotes one of the lines from that when he's talking about his own problems with like substance abuse. And, and so to hear that, to like have, have gotten to know him in that way. And then you go into the world of Absol in like that whole time. That's so like, so pivotal for me as a music fan, as a rap fan, like that early, like early 2010s, mid 2010s era, almost pre 2016, because everyone loves to talk about 2016. Like it was like the greatest year of all time for music. And obviously a bunch of like huge, huge projects came out that year. And there's no denying that 2016 was a great year for rap music and hip hop. But I think everything before that was almost like it's 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 better to me. And it's probably because I'm I was a little younger. And I think the stuff that you hear when you're in high school and maybe even a little younger, kind of like you have this like wide eyed perspective of it. And it sounds so like amazing and it's so incredible. Um, but yeah, just to like you said, like the the lyricism on this. I think speaks back to like why we all loved Absol from the beginning. And I think there's moments on this album where you can kind of hear it's like, all right, he's a little bit older. Like he's trying a little, like, you know what I mean? There's like a couple lines where you're like, all right, this is like a, this is like a dude who's been away for six years, like trying to get back into the swing of it. And there's like nothing like stands out to me, but there's sometimes it's like, all right, like whether it's like trying to like bend a word to fit somewhere or trying to like, kind of like chop up a word so that it rhymes with something else. And it like maybe doesn't like, roll the way it's supposed to but you're just like it it's it's not like i don't know it's hard to describe because i'd rather have someone taking that chance and trying to put it like that than mm-hmm. than fitting right in the mold and yeah and i i don't know i think the only complaint i have about this project really is that first of all i i wish it was a little bit shorter which i mean you know like that's gonna come from basically me. tradition and, yeah <laughs> and i point. think sometimes i think sometimes it's tough when an artist goes away for a long time and then comes back with an album that is less focused because i feel like this album touches on so many things and i feel like that's why it's it's great because it's genuine to absol but like when when frank you know came back between um channel orange or blonde like blonde's a very focused album it's very like it, it feels like it lives in its own world Kendrick's project this year feels like it lives in its own world. So I think this album is is kind of broad in that way, but I think that's almost a good sign because sometimes just getting back to normalcy and getting back to living life and taking everything in and not being so like boxed into one art project can be like a good sign of where someone's at. So I'm happy for Absol that he's able to really be going through so much stuff. And I think I think something that almost adds to that the broadness that I don't love is just how many features there are on this. I think, I don't know if he needed so many features. I think most of them are really good. The only one that I really have a complaint about is big Sean. I like, I don't, well, the first like three quarters of his verse, I really enjoy. And then like he does on most of his verses, he does that like super fast rapping to end it. And I'm like, why do you do this every time? Like he all, he loved, and I like big Sean. I've liked big Sean for like a decade now, but he loves loves to put together a great verse and then give you the last four bars as fast as he possibly can and then like run out of the studio that's how i imagine it it's like someone's like knocking on the window being like yo we gotta go and he's like all right let me do this as fast as i can and then he just like leaves and i don't know if it's like a 
I don't, I don't know why it happens, but it happens so much. And it's been happening more lately than it did at the beginning of his career. So that's my, that's my like biggest complaint. I think I used all of that to get to the point where I was just like, big Sean, what are you doing? But <laughs> yeah, I think I almost wish this was more of like, just like Absol just, and it is a lot of him. Obviously it's his album and it's very personal from the title to the cover and everything. But I think like, I think the features almost like open it up too much, at least mm-hmm. in my opinion. But again, that's just, that's my opinion. Okay. Um. So I, I guess I do want to start talking about an individual songs that I guess the best one to start with is go off because that's the song that Big Sean is featured on. I have the same opinion as you, but just for a different artist. I, my one complaint is Russ's verse. I don't understand it. Like I don't, it just, it's just so out of place. It doesn't mesmerize me as at all the same way that the Big Sean verse does. When Big Sean is like, it really hurts seeing the last rocket take off. Houston, we might have a problem. Like, that's that's a really really um, impactful line to me. I also love when he flips everything and he's like blue collar to white collar that then end up black hippie signed a good signed to good a group of good kids from a mad city. Like like there's just so many examples throughout Big Sean's verse of his rap talent that I actually might be one of my favorite features on the album. Aside from that, I think that every other, when I scroll back up and I look at the uh, features, I think that Lansky, like Absol used everyone just enough. And Russ is the only feature that I have a problem with, but he has a producer credit on It Be Like That, which is one of my favorite songs. So I'm willing to let it slide from Russ that he didn't do as well on Go Off. Additionally, there are just so many, in my opinion, there are just so many quotable lines in each of these songs from Absol um, that make me, it makes me re-experience the time that I was first being experienced, I was first listening to him in the first place. And he became one of my favorite rappers. Like on No Report Card, he's like, ain't from Atlanta, but I had to earn that paper, boy oh boy, shop open like a can of worms. That reference to Atlanta, that is crazy. Um, Additionally on Hollandaise, he's like, the moment I opened my eyes, I committed, pun intended, I was sold, wait for it, sold. Moon Shooter, I decorate my emotions with metaphors and tell stories with allegories, so on and so forth. On, is it fuck out my face? Yeah, on fuck out my face, he's like, Gave gave her a shot. Now she be giving me top in the drop. But I'm not a Kennedy. You need to stop this elementary thicken the plot. Make your memory make you a memory that we forgot. And good man might also be something that kind of goes over people's head. But he's like your cruise of fiction story, like crucifixion story. Your cruise of fiction story, like the double entendre and wordplay is just this album is just dripping with it. One of my favorite lines on Gang and Them. Needle and thread in my hand. I'm a string theorist. Everything is connected and we are the seamstresses. Like, I gotta say, Absol came back like nothing. Like, Absol came back like nothing happened at all. And we know that things happen and it's addressed on the top on the album, but there isn't any rust here. And I appreciate that, especially in a year where we get albums from Kendrick Lamar and Joey Badass, two artists who have also been gone for a long time. And they also return in the same form that they left. So I think that in that scenario, this album is really just a, it's just really a bow on 
we've been waiting for Kendrick Lamar. We've been waiting for Joey Badass. I, we have been waiting for Ab Soul. And the fact that all three of our, all three of the artists that we've been anticipating albums from for years came back and did their thing is honestly amazing to me. And I love that. Yeah, you and I have talked about it a bunch. And this is, this is the last new album that we're going to talk about this year. But like, I've seen some people like do some not end of year list necessarily, but like tweet like, oh, best and worst of 2022 and put some albums that like I I disagree with. I don't think they're bad. Like, I think we got a ton of good rapping this year, like a lot, like a, a whole lot. And I've said it almost every episode, it feels like, but like everyone except Cole dropped this year. Cole and uh, damn, you said someone last week that I, I knew I was forgetting. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The, <laughs> The amount of the amount of music that we've gotten this year and the, the high level raps, like I don't I don't necessarily know what people are expecting, like I from from every project. And it, it's not not from this project because I think this is along the lines of what people were expecting from an Absol album. And I think that this album specifically it, it just shows like a lot of growth from Absol, mm-hmm. not necessarily in the way that a lot of people think of it like oh my god like he's like this enlightened or whatever individual because he's always been that he's always been brilliant his and his intelligence and his cerebralness have always shined so bright in his music and and that's part of what makes Absol Absol that's part of why I tune in for Absol that's part of why like you said and I like how you put it that's part of why we were waiting for Absol um but I think that I think that there's a a level to this project that's nice to hear him from an older perspective that's not so buried underneath the weight of all of the thoughts. Mm-hmm. I think this album feels a lot more free than other things and mm-hmm. addresses a lot of the issues that that Absol has dealt with over the past decade because it's not just the last six years. And I've noticed a trend of a lot of artists going back farther than their previous albums because some artists really are like all right i addressed this in my last album it's done it's over with and i think hendrix is a good good example of where he was talking about his good kid mad city tour on that project a lot of that like obviously a lot of it was from before that from you know adolescence and childhood but i think that it's just this this project comes from such a perspective where he's older he's made it through so much stuff and he can look back at it in a way that's like all right i'm here now like I don't know if you saw the video of him meeting Jay-Z in that restaurant, but he's like, I mean, at least from the outside, you never know, you know, for real, but he looked like so happy and so excited to be meeting Jay-Z. And it was on some like real, like, like to, to see someone who's put out so many projects under a huge label with a big name himself and be, have a place like have a cemented place among hip hop that Abstol does to still see him like excited to like, you know, run into Hove into a re- in a restaurant. Like that was so big for me. And that's the context that I was looking for, for this album. It's all the stuff from Absol that makes this album better. And it's not the context from the outside. And like, it, it's hard for me to nail down my thoughts on this project because I guess I don't, I'm not thinking about it. Like a lot of other projects, this is a project where I'm excited to see where Absol is the artist specifically. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. And I, I started off with this. It wasn't like, all right, like, I didn't go into it being like, am I looking for an album of the year? I'm like, all right, how is Absol? And I think that's important. And I think, I think, you know, we've been talking about it with, with some other stuff, especially sports, like in, in our, in our chat where it's like, 
there's a younger generation of people who doesn't necessarily care about the context. They don't care about the history. They don't care about the bigger picture. They only care about like what, like what they can press play on. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there's like younger kids who play this album and they're like, I don't get it. They're like, why does any of this matter? Why? But, and it's not to say that like me and you are like, you know, super old. Cause yeah. we're not, but we were there for the Still beginning of this. 20s over here. Right. But we were there for the beginning of this and there's so much context and whether or not I think this is an album of the year contender for next year, because it, it won't, it, it's not even like considered for this year because it came out mm-hmm. too late. It's just such like a good check-in from Absol. And I appreciate that part of it so much more than I could have appreciated if he, if he tried to make some other project that was like, all right, I'm here, I'm back. I'm making album of the year. Like, you know what I mean? This is very much a, Hey, like I'm back because it, because I love this. I'm not, back because i want to compete in the arena that sometimes feels more fake than it is real mm-hmm. i like that you brought up the mr morale and the high steppers mr morale and the big steppers um the kendrick lamar album that we uh experienced in earlier in the year i don't i'm not gonna come on but um i like that you bring that up because i think that there is a valid comparison to be made um i think i think that that album just deals with so many different dense topics in a way where one of those topics could have been enough for Kendrick to fill up an album with. And he does that, tries to fit an album's worth of content into one song. And because of that, I feel like at least after we talked about it, um, from when we talked about it to now, I haven't really gone back to that album as much just because it's just so much, um, it's just so dense. And I think that this album does a good job of not being as dense. It's like there are times where he gets away from the main um, point, the thesis, if you will, of this is about mental health. This is about how I'm doing. This is about what I've learned and stuff like that. There are points where Absol does that. But then he really like throughout the whole album, like message in a bottle, for example, when he's like, bitch, I'm a vet, show some fucking respect. I'm sensitive. I just lost my best friend. That right there uh, as the intro gives us a nice insight to where Absol is coming from. It gives us a nice, um, it gives us a nice door to walk into this universe of Herbert. Um, do better. The second verse is a thorough analysis of Absol's mental. Um, also in the music video, you see him jumping off of a building, which is basically illustrating um, the suicide attempt that he describes in the interviews that he's had over the weekend. And I'm sure he might have more this weekend, et cetera. I mean, this week and et cetera, et cetera. But just that um, seeing the video and then hearing the music of that song particularly really, really does a nice job of um, giving me a window to look through when I'm visualizing this album. Um, also, but at the end as well, Herbert, he talks more about his mental side. He talks more about... Uh, sharing that he went to rehab, his battle with Steven Johnson Johnson's syndrome. Um, and also on it be like that, I think that it be like that. There's an argument to be made for a lot of songs being the most important on this album. I think it be like that has one of the best cases because I love how the song is named it be like that and people with depression, um, that's really their attitude. Like it just be like that. Like they don't really have a, it's, it's like a numbness of emotion and that, ultimately culminate culminates in the use of the term it be like that so i like how he was able to take that and really through the title alone really show you what this song is about 
Additionally, I like how the first verse illustrates like the decline in emotion that the press people experience when he's like, my sun don't shine no more. My light don't, ain't lime no more. Um, and it goes on like that. And then the second verse is coming out of the depression where it's like, my sun just shined again. My lime look lime again. My light look lime again, excuse me. So that play like that, first of all, reusing or recycling of the first verse to have a different perspective uh, or a different out of the tunnel, if you will. Like the first verse goes into the tunnel and the second verse goes out of the tunnel. Um, having that there really is one of the highlights of the album and really makes one of this song, one of the best songs on the album, one of my favorite songs on the album. Um, and then we got to get to final, we got to get to uh, favorite tracks and then wrap it up, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, and then also on the third verse, when he's like, you have the group in the background singing, I'm, I've been spiraling. And then you have Herbert giving, uh, Absol, Herbert, Absol, same person, uh, giving um, the inspirational take on it, saying too many characters in the alphabet just to settle for easy to begin again is frightening, but the hardest part is starting. So that right there, it, it just is a full, complete song on a full, complete album. And I really appreciate that. Um, but what are your final tracks? Yeah, I have my final tracks, and I just or like, favorite uh, tracks. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm rushing. Yeah, I'm trying sorry. to try to wrap it up. I know. <laughs> favorite tracks. Um, before I do that, I just have because I think the point yeah. you just made is really important. I think that a lot of artists, when they go through it all the way, they reach that point of acceptance, and then they take off into a whole other phase. Like I think a lot of people, when they start out, especially like especially rappers, they start out so hungry, and they they need to show you either how good they are at rapping, how intelligent they are, how deep they can get into the webs, but like connect everything, especially like someone like Soul, where it's like it's gonna be the thoughts he has, but also how he puts them together. And I think that there's a comparison to be made with with Mac because it like. And it, it does work because of how how close they were, the friendship they had, where his last projects were a huge acceptance of like, all right, like life sucks a lot of the time, but you have to accept that and then figure out how you can, you know, go with the flow and get around that and, and take the good parts and, and magnify them. And I think that this project, like you said, is a great way of him almost being like, all right, all this happened, but I'm still here and I can still rap like this and I can find the beauty in a lot of this stuff and a lot of what what has happened and in and how it's going to set up for the future that being said favorite tracks i really like the intro i don't mm -hmm. think it like i think it sets the tone really well so message in a bottle moon shooter with joey badass i really like um do better i think zakari actually has a really like i know that the lyrics on that one overshadow most things mm -hmm. but like his, his hooks and then the the backing vocals the song with janae Iko, wild side is really good to me um Church on the Move might be my favorite song. It's, it's not really like the most song. important song, but it might be my favorite song. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it'd be like that. Yeah. I got Moon Shooter with Joey Badass, Do Better, Go Off, um, minus the Rust feature. Um, Herbert, Church on the Move. I really love that song as well. It'd be like that really important song. Positive Vibes Only After It Be Like That is just perfect track track listing. And gotta rap at the end. I think that positive vibes only really serves as the outro track and gotta rap is kind of like a um bonus track where Absol's like okay i just talked about all this shit but you just hear me flip these words and be more talented than your favorite rapper um but yeah this has been episode 333 of the cat podcast thank you for watching do us a favor hit the like button and subscribe to the channel if you think we deserve it which i think we do do don't you think so taylor
Of course. Okay. So we, we both said it. Uh, so hopefully you guys uh, oblige. Um, share your thoughts on Herbert in the comments below. Check out all the Old Milk content at oldmilk.co. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Old Milk Media. That being said, we have one episode left, and that is the recap, the finale. So don't miss it. And we will be back on Friday. Friday. Yes, Friday. Because then I got to do Friday. So thank you for watching. Ooh.